Every haunted place has a story with a dark past. This is Ghost Encounters Podcast. Due to the graphic and violent things discussed on this episode, listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, all you spooky people, to the 14th episode of the first season of Ghost Encounters Podcast. I am paranormal investigator Justin Torok. I'm Eric Ledbetter, and I forgot what to say. I'm Kayla Volash, and I'm back, bitches. And I'm Jordan, the group scientist. So all of us are back. And we, the Fab Four is back. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's been a while since all of us were in the same room. We've all had things going on and schedules. But the Can we blame it are... on the holidays if it's March? I don't think so. I don't think so. Too late for that. <laughs> you can blame a little bit on the holidays, but you were on vacation twice. You were on... Eric was on vacation. I bought like... a house and moved. You bought a house yeah. and moved. I bought like... a dog. We've all had a lot of things going on. But the all four of us are now back today. I am wow. so excited. Since it was just St. Patrick's Day... We thought it would be a great idea for all of us to do our own research and bring you all our own piece of Ireland's haunted history or mysteries or urban legends to bring to the table. This is going to be a very exciting episode because we all don't know what each other are saying. We all have different pieces of information to give you. Um, so I think we're going to start it off with Eric. Great. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you did Leap Castle, right? I did. I did Leap Castle. And so <laughs> Leap Castle, I knew nothing about. I didn't know it existed until Jordan told me that it existed in a text <laughs> message yesterday. But it's really cool. So Leap Castle was built by the O'Bannons in around 1250 AD. It was then taken over and ruled by the O'Carrolls after that in the late 15th century. So... Um, this it really started out in a bad way. There's just so many various accounts of murder and ghosts. It's a really cool place. So um, I'm going to start with that it was originally built um, on a piece of land where there is evidence that it was constructed on the same site as another ancient stone structure, perhaps ceremonial in nature, that the area has been occupied consistently since at least the Iron Age, which was 500 B.C., and possibly since the Neolithic times. So when it was built, they found evidence of life prior to this. Um, so just thousands of years, which is crazy. When the O'Carrolls occupied the property in around 1532, a lot of the family members died, but um, there was a fierce rivalry for the leadership uh, to take over the castle and a bitter fight for power turned brother against brother. What? One of the brothers was a priest, so he was holding mass for a group um, of his family and friends in what they now call the Bloody Chapel. His rival brother burst into the chapel, plunged his sword into him, and fatally wounded him. The butchered priest, right? <laughs> the butchered priest fell across the altar and died right in front of all of those people, which is crazy. Oh my gosh. Wow. And people now say they can smell um, burning rubber, they can smell burning flesh. So Ooh. it's pretty crazy. Um, that's a distinct smell. Yeah. Flesh. Yeah, it's like yeah, a dead that's deer. Awful smell. Yeah. You know, like. When you're like investigating haunted places, like you can sometimes smell a perfume or a musty smell from a cologne or something, but to smell burning flesh, that's a very distinct 
smell to come across. That's insane. It's also gross. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> like nobody wants, you can't get that smell out of your no. nose. No, uh-uh. I've been in houses where people have died and it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, so a c- couple of weird things. During renovation of the castle in the 1900s, workers found an ob- obliette, I think it's called, obliette, which is another word for a dungeon, um, behind the wall in the chapel. At the bottom of the shaft were many human skeletons that were impaled on wooden spikes. When it was cleaned out, they took three cartloads to remove all of the bones that they found. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Isn't that crazy? That sounds like some really good home decor. Right, exactly. (laughs) They could have repurposed that. (laughs) I will take it. (laughs) Of course you will. Um, It's believed that the O'Carrolls would drop guests through some sort of trap door, and then they impaled on the spikes, which were eight (sighs) feet below. Um, And they did find a pocket watch when they found that obliette, dating back uh, to the 1800s, to show how recently that obliette had been used. Oh, so wow. it wasn't from the 1200s, it was really from pretty recent. Wow. wow. Crazy. Can you imagine like, falling I'll... on a spike from eight no, feet up? I can't. I can't, and then you're just let there to bleed out and die. <laughs> oh um, no, I've been impaled. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but when you hear about this, you think of like Middle Ages, but you're saying as early as the 1800s. 1800s, yeah. yeah. It's not even... And I mean, when you fall, you're not instantly dead. No. Most times, depending no. on how the spikes would hit you, you're not... You could just sit there for Ooh, hours. It could have gone through an yeah. eye. Days, who knows? Well, and also, look, think it of all the bones that were there. So they did it lots. <laughs> they did it to a lot of people. So maybe you fell on top of somebody else, too. Break which is gone a little bit. Yeah. Oh, human just, kebab. Pretty creepy. <laughs> so let me talk a little bit oh my about... God, my wine almost just came out my nose. <laughs> I'm so sorry. A human kebab. It's <laughs> delicious. We're not very sensitive this is, people. This is an awful tragedy. We're making jokes. <laughs> yeah, how dare you guys? Terrible. Terrible. So let me talk a little bit about the hauntings. Yes. Which let's get to the crux of what we really want to hear about. There's not a lot about the red lady. Uh, she's supposedly walking the halls holding a dagger. Uh, so people have seen her. I found a lot of information on two little girls, one named Emily and one named Charlotte. Emily is reported to run up and down the hallways, um, and what? Just Emily and Charlotte are such like demonic children names. Oh yeah, and like I'm really sorry to anyone who has a child named Emily or Charlotte, but like those are just typical like oh there were two haunted little girls in the hallway. <laughs> Emily and Charlotte. Yeah, Emily and Charlotte. Yeah. Right? yeah. What do you want their names to be? I think that's perfectly <laughs> fitting yeah, okay, for a scary story. <laughs> Emily died after she fell from the battlements on the top of the castle's tower. And Charlotte can still be seen running around after her sister and calling her name. Another report that I read is Emily can be seen falling from the top of the castle and then disappearing right before she hits the ground. Oh, wow. Which is super crazy. Imagine seeing a child and then falling and then you're like, where did she go? I'll pass I heard that that tours see her fall. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like a group of people see her fall and they, yeah, they can't find her after. And then they, yeah, gross. And then they see Charlotte dragging a, dismembered leg around. So I don't know if it's Emily's leg from falling or somebody else's, but... Oh, jeez. That's creepy. Yeah. The castle is also allegedly haunted by what they call a sinister elemental spirit, or some people have called it an it. And really what it is, is something the size of a sheep with a human face that has black holes for eyes and the nose and giving off a smell of a rotting corpse. They believe it's Mildred Darby, who was one of the former wives of the owners of the house that lived there. Um, they can also uh, hear people snoring. 
uh, when nobody's in the room. So they'll hear, you know, people that have their ghosts actually snoring. More, more specifically, they hear a snoring man. And it is considered to be one of the most haunted places in the world. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Hold on, a sheep with a human head? A sheep, yeah. So it's about the size of a sheep with a human head, black holes for eyes, and a nose, and smells of a rotting corpse. Well, she doesn't sound like a good time. That sounds kind of no, scary. That's insane. <laughs> for, for a human spirit to take the shape of a sheep is like really unheard of. Yeah. That's insane. That's it's, terrifying to see. I don't like it. Well, it's also demonic-y, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's more demonic That's something than... Sid from Toy Story would create. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the toys. Yeah. yeah. But if anybody wants to visit Leap Castle, it's in Coolderry, Ireland, right in the smack middle of Ireland. Wow. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Coolderry. Great research. Yeah, Great good story. Job. Thanks, guys. Kayla, you are up next. All right. So my place that I chose is called the Dunlow Fort in parentheses, castle. Um, And I was really drawn to this one, mainly because there is a documentary currently in my Netflix watch list um, that I have not gotten to just yet, but I kind of spoiled the first episode for myself with this research. um, And I couldn't stop, so I kind of had to keep going. Um, So Dunlow Castle was the site of a pretty famous murder recently. So uh, Dunlow Castle, also known as Three Castle Head, was the backdrop for the documentary Sophie, A Murder in West Cork, which uh, was a documentary on Netflix that was released about a year or two ago um, about this woman who was staying in her uh, holiday home, is what they called it, her vacation home. Um, right before Christmas and she was getting ready to come back on Christmas, but she was murdered and Rumor has it by her murderer that she saw the ghost of the white lady at the castle uh, The day before she died now It was obviously never confirmed and we are taking that from the man who killed her and said Oh, I saw the white lady She died like because the rumor is if you see the white lady you die that day and she died the following day. Irish people wow. are really superstitious. They are like, insanely they superstitious. They in that kind of Sup- stuff. But on, yeah. on, to be fair, a lot of weird things happen. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, that's where so, these superstitions come from. A lot of weird things happen over yeah. and over again. You can't help but to wonder, like, for those skeptics out there, yeah, you might think, oh, it's just coincidence. But when these things keep happening, it, you can't deny it. It can't all be coincidence. So the kind of backstory that goes into um, the Lady in White or the Lady of the Lake is that a heartbroken bride had thrown herself off the cliff top um, by the castle after she found out that her dad shot and killed her new husband. Uh, and she just couldn't take it anymore. It was their wedding day that he had killed them, or killed the husband. Um, and she just could not take it anymore. So she jumped to her death on her wedding day. And people say that you can see her wandering around either in a white flowing dress or a very prominent wedding dress is what everyone sees. Um, The skeptics out there do try to say it's something with the mist on the lake is how you end up seeing the woman in white. Um, If you're seeing an actual person mm -hmm. floating on the lake within the mist, you're seeing the spirit of a person. You're not just seeing mist, yes. as a skeptic yeah. would say. Yeah, you know? that's why I said hogwash. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like if you're seeing the outline and the shape of a person, and you see a person, and you know, you can tell that it's female. And even, they're in a dress. And they're, that they're in a dress, and the skeptics are going to say, it's oh, just it's mist because rising the, way the light the is lake. reflecting, the moonlight is reflecting off the lake into the mist. Like, No, it, it's 
clearly a uh, begrudged wife, or ex-wife, I guess. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> there's also um, what they see is just what they call the Lady of the Lake, which is very similar, but it's more of just a women's kind of figure, not so much um, set on the whole white dress situation, and that one is typically seen with a uh, lighthouse in the distance as well. Um, but I just found this one personally really interesting because I just, I'm big into murder and true crime. The fact that there was a true crime documentary that also kind of played into the topic of our podcast this week was super exciting. And now I think this has been bumped right up to the top of my watch list because <laughs> uh, I need to know more about the murder. But I did find it very, very interesting that uh, the murderer to this day swears that she did see the woman in white the day before she died. Um, what I, happened with him? Is he in prison? He is in prison for 25 years. He was sentenced in 2019. Oh, wow. He beat wow. her, uh, oh, so this beat is her like head recent. in. Yeah. This is really recent. Really recent. Yep. Wow. He beat her head in. Um, yeah, so he was sentenced to 25 years in 2019 after being tried in absentia. Uh, which is somewhere in France. By, he was tried by the French court because they were from France, the woman who was murdered. Oh. Um, yeah, there's some other supernatural elements to the case that are mentioned. Um, so one of the really spooky, spooky things that people notice when you go on a walking tour of the castle is that there is one wall in particular that goes directly into the ocean and the wall just kind of disappears underneath the water. They have any idea why? No one knows. Interesting. Not so paranormal, but like, why is there a wall going into the water? Right. I mean, I could see like if it's, a, it's an ancient structure mm -hmm. and there was something there that over time, of course, the sea takes back some of the land. Um, that's pretty strange. It just goes, goes directly into the sea like that. Yep, yeah, so that that's a big thing for people that go on tours because a lot of people, you have to look at it from a certain angle to actually see it because it's an area that you can't get to. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it from the sides, it looks completely normal, but if you're looking at it from down, you can see that the wall just gradually goes underwater. Interesting, wow. Yeah, so that is Dunlow Castle and the Lady in White and the Lady of the Lake. That's really cool. That's a good Thank one. you for I like that. that story. Sounds like the moral, moral like of the that. story is don't fuck with an ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> don't murder your daughter's husband. So you said like Charlotte and Emily were very typical like spirit little girl names, but here we have the Lady of the Lake, which I know has been in hundreds of different TV shows. And oh, movies. all the time. I mean, we have the Lady in White, so we have very typical type of hauntings. Yes. Going on so far, Jordan, uh, what did you research, and what is the story? So I looked at something that was more like of a legend because I'm cool. big into like cryptozoology and stuff like that. So I found something about um, a witch. Ooh. Yeah. So I, it's actually called a uh, Mountain of the Witch. The location, it's Law Crew. It's kind of like a cemetery. They kind of think it's a cemetery. It was built um, like around. 4,000 BC, something like that. It's really five, old. Yeah, it's 5,000. Wow. It's over 5,000 years old. Wow. And um, they're, this is really funny. I think this is really funny. They're called, like a pile of rocks is called a Karen over there. <laughs> and I thought it was so okay. funny. Okay, what's, this? it's not. So when they were talking about it and all these and like And she's a bitch. And she is a <laughs> bitch. They were saying it, they kept saying Karens, Karens. And I'm like, 
Karens? Like, what is a Karen? So I had to Google it because I was like, I would have never thought that the rocks were Karen. Like, the, the structure was a Karen. How do you spell, how do you spell their Karen? It's C-A-I-R-N. Okay. Karen. That's how you spell Karen <laughs> in Ireland, and it means... A pile of rocks. A man-made pile yeah, of rocks, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah. when she says Karen, that's what we're referring to. We're not referring to a blonde lady that's asking to speak to me. A stacked haircut. Yeah, but it's it's a really cool location. Apparently, like you can look up images. It's just literally like, and inside of each place, it looks like somebody literally took like a like a spoon and like took out like circles. So inside, you could see where the rocks were taken and put on the outside to wow. make the location. It's a really cool. It's a really cool spot, and it's also really cool. Kind of like reminds you of Stonehenge where they're like put in like up in a strategic way so okay. that um, during the equinox it shines the light shines right through. Oh wow. Yeah. So yes, whoever heard of this had to be really Yeah, smart. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it says during the spring and autumn equinox you can see the rays enter the passageway and illuminate on the back. That's illuminate really cool. on the back. And it has like all those really cool like spiral and like weird neolithic like I don't know the word for it, but designs, carvings. Um it says that La Crew was used as a burial ground, ritual monuments, and places where gatherings took place. Um, it says that people also celebrated their ancestors' gods in nature there. There's also a huge chair that like they call the hag's chair. Because I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. That's my chair. <laughs> Why it's, like basically there's a legend there of a witch. Um, which So the story goes that um, to rule over Ireland, the hag or witch, I like to say witch better. Um, had to complete a feat of enormous strength. She had to leap from hill to hill with stones in her apron, and as she jumped from peak to peak, she dropped handfuls of stones. The stones became the Karens, and on her final jump to be mistress of the land, she broke her neck and was buried with the stones on the side of the hill. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting story, and like people that go there, they say that they feel weird energy because there's actually water flowing underneath the hills. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if you know, they use water to make energy. Correct. So I feel like that would be another reason why they feel like it's kind of haunted there. Yeah. I mean, the story of a witch. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, the fact that this place exists and you can see all these man-made stone structures and they have this legend with it, I think is really cool. Yeah. And there's also. 32 recorded Karens spread over the four rolling 32. hills. 32? Yeah. That's a lot of Karens. Yeah. If you <laughs> wow. look the one specific place where um, Karen T, which is the most popular one is, there's like maybe like four on the like the one hill. Mm -hmm. And the one big one is the most popular because it's the highest. Where if uh -huh. you stand on top of it, you can see like 360 around. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how, how big how, are these rocks? Yeah. Um... They look Let like small see. hills because I read that too. I think yeah, it says like... the, it's, this one says the highest point is um, 276 above sea level, meters above sea level. It almost looks like rolling hills. Like yeah, rolling yeah, hills, they, yeah, they say that like when they describe it, that it's on rolling hills. But it's it's a cool place. That I thought really it was really cool interesting. Yeah, well, they celebrate um, the equinox there. Like yeah. they hold like a big festival. Oh, that's cool. And they don't care if it's snowing. They don't care if it's raining. They don't care if it's frosty. Not. You're there. To see this. That there's a chair? Yeah. Like, and obviously this place was used for something. Yeah, and apparently there's a cross in the middle of it. And if you sit there, apparently, like, legend has it that you can make a wish. So you have to oh, make wow. your one wish count when you sit on it. I'm about to go to Ireland. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool story when That's I found really it. Cool. What else did you research? 
Oh, I also researched um, a jail. Ooh. Do you like how they spell jail? They spell it G-A-O-L. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so I looked up Wicklow Jail, and it's recorded to be one of the top, like, t 10 most haunted places in the world. Um, it's kind of a, a sad, sad story. Basically, they took anybody in, and they tried you, like an eight-year-old would be tried the same way as a 40-year-old. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it, it it's kind of a sad place, and um, many of the people that were in prison there were, like, for petty crimes, like stealing a potato. Potatoes. Throw me in Potatoes, jail. of course. Well, I mean, you're in Ireland, and there was the potato famine, so yeah. I guess I could understand that. So basically, no matter what you did, how small or how big, you were being tried and you were being locked in this jail. Yeah, yeah, like, um... They also exiled people to Australia. Like, I know that that sounds like it would be a luxurious little retreat, but most of the time... Have you seen those spiders? Um, <laughs> that's a long way from Ireland. Yeah, that's they, really far. And there's no, like, great direct route. Water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it says that they, they never really made it there because of, like, starvation or oh. mutiny. So, basically, like, if you were going to Australia... And when they... When they sent you to Australia, you were just gone. Like you didn't say goodbye to your family, like right. or anything. They it's, just you're sent going you. now on the boat. Yeah, to see ya, and awful. then you're gonna die along the way. Cause... Yeah, so they... you're not actually going to Australia. We're just putting you on a boat until yeah, you die. Basically, yeah. and it said that most people like starved. They had heat exhaustion. There was disease and all that other stuff. And then um, when the Great Famine happened, which we all know about. Um, it says that 780 people were crammed into the jail's 77 cells. Oh my god. Which was Holy the highest shit. number of prisoner prisoners ever recorded. You're talking 10 people per cell. Uh-huh. And back then everything was smaller. You know that? Rooms, everything cells? Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. And there's no way they could make sure everyone was properly fed. Well, during the famine, it said that people were purposely trying to get put into this jail because of the famine, and they couldn't eat. So in jail, they were feeding you better than you could be outside of jail. Makes sense, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did they eat each other eventually? It didn't say anything about that kid. When you're hungry, you're hungry. I'm just I'm saying, sure it probably happened, though, I'm just honestly. saying, if you put that many starving people in the middle of a famine in a jail, you're going to run out of food eventually. Yeah. And yeah, or not feed enough to satisfy. They're gonna your eat hunger. each other, especially. But I mean, you're many moons you're ago. Petty yeah. Crime with high criminals. You're just mixing people together. Ten over ten people per cell. That's, That's insane. Ridiculous. But also, and it's, it's kids and adults too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It says that um, it included men, women, and children. They were locked up in cells between ten and fourteen people and shackled to the floor. Oh my. And then God. during the famine, it was seven hundred eighty people in the seventy-seven wow. cells. Holy yeah. Crap. Yeah. There's also a really cool story about, like, this rebellion and all that stuff, and the guy actually tried to rebel. They obviously lost, and he got killed. So that's a good one to look up. We don't need to talk about that. That'll probably take a little bit. Um, no wonder that's considered one of the most haunted places. Yeah. That's, that is Yeah, if you all die miserably like that, I'd come back yeah. and haunt that everyone, many too. prisoners together? <laughs> yeah. I, and I it, says, it says the youngest recorded was Thomas Pitt. He was an eight-year-old who was imprisoned and whipped for stealing two shillings from a woman's purse. Wow. Like I said, it said um, children were treated as harshly as adults. They were whipped, starved, and made to work a treadmill, which I know that treadmills are terrible in this day and age. But apparently this one, it was a torture device, and um, prisoners were made to work the treadmill for up to five hours a day. 
and um, it says children would struggle to keep up the pace with the adults and they would fall and get trampled by other prisoners. Aww. That's mm-hmm. awful. You know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing it not necessarily a treadmill, but more of like a hamster wheel kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I was kind of picturing. Yeah. Yeah. Something where you go in a circle all day long. Yeah. Yeah, so it said it was closed around 1924. The building basically fell to ruin and during the 90s it was restored um, because they liked the history about it for some reason. I think it's a terrible place, but um, they opened it as a museum in uh, 1998. But it was open until when? Uh, 1924. For a jail like that (laughs) to be open until 1924? Yeah, because it opened in 1702, closed in 1924. Yeah, a lot of old jails close earlier than that's open up quite a long time mm-hmm. wow. and it's it's one of the big hot spots for like paranormal investigations they do paranormal investigations i know you said you don't like to do stuff with groups and stuff like that but yeah. apparently there's like a lot of people that have been through here and have yeah, experienced I mean, a, a lot, lot of, of stuff places here. like that do those group investigations where you pay a fee and a whole group goes and one person guides you and you do a quote-unquote investigation it's not yeah. an investigation I kind of went on a rant about that last time. They hit you with the jump scares and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, it's not a true investigation. You can't do an investigation with 50 people on a freaking tour. But Well, that's true. Because <laughs> you've been on one with me. Yeah. You know what it's like. You need silence, and you can't do mm-hmm. an investigation with yeah. 50 people who don't know what they're doing without equipment. It just doesn't work. But I have some information about like what people have said about it being haunted. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we know the jail has had a reputation having tortured souls there and everything. Um, But it says paranormal events reported were a green mist floating around the main floor, a man seen walking out of cell 19, a woman in a black velvet cloak seen walking on the ground floor, um, the sound of children crying, which makes perfect sense that that would be there. And it says a man seen walking in front of the bars to a holding cell. And like the man, he's he has his hands behind his back. Mm. So it almost looks like he's like tied up or he's shackled. Or yeah. So, and most of these events are witnessed by a bunch of people at the same time as well, Ooh. which I always like when I see that. Yes. Seems right. more compelling. It's not just one person randomly right. saw something. It's a yeah. whole group of people seeing the same exact thing. Yeah. Yep. And the staff members all see things all the time. Wow. I, I'm still in shock that it was open until. 1924. Yeah, it's a, such a long time. That's less than 100 years old. You guys realize that? Yeah. That's literally, it's, it's close, but it's less than 100 years old for the, a jail like that to be open. Yeah. That's crazy. It's still a stone jail. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of pictures online, and they also have a lot of pictures of, um, not like reenactments, but like like kind of waxy people, kind sure. of like what Salem has. Yeah. And you can like kind of get the gist of what cells looked like and okay. what That's the grid yeah. kind of looks like. It kind of reminds like it reminds you of like a normal like penitentiary mm-hmm. where there's like a row and you just see all the cells everywhere. They have a lot of cool pictures online. I definitely recommend looking it up. Well, wow, that sounds like a really cool place. Yeah, Thank you for that. That's awesome. That's, yeah. I didn't know that there was a jail that old that was open until less than a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I was surprised when I read stuff about it. That's why I kind of wanted to do this one after yeah. the first one. Cause that's, that's awful tragic. conditions for people to yeah. be in. Yeah, and it's during the famine, which is in our history yeah. books. Like We all know how terrible that mm-hmm. time was. Like you said, you have small crime mixed with big crime. Like That's insane to put yeah, those no people organization. together. And, yeah, yeah. And everyone's shackled and everything else. That's that's awful. No wonder it's one of the most haunted places. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Before we get into some more spooky tales of Ireland, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
Ghost Encounters Podcast is sponsored by the Eric Ledbetter team with Iron Valley Real Estate. Contact the Eric Ledbetter team for all your real estate needs. Visit theericledbetterteam.com. Also sponsored by Phoenix Fire Media. Bring the heat to your online presence with their digital marketing experts, professional photography, and video productions. Visit phoenixfiremedia.com. If you're enjoying Ghost Encounters Podcast, hit subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ghost Encounters PA. To watch full episodes of the Ghost Encounters show, visit ghost-encounters.com. So Justin, you researched two places in Ireland. You want to talk about them? Yes, I researched Loftus Hall and Lemonea Castle. Loftus Hall is a cool story because it's actually tied to the devil. Oh no. Ooh. Here's the story of Loftus Hall. It was a large mansion located along the Hook Peninsula, and it goes back through the centuries. The original hall was built in 1350 by the Redmond family during the time of the Black Plague, and it was known as Redmond Hall. But during the English leader Oliver Cornwall's brutal conquest of the islands, in the 1650s, the hall was seized for English usage and was taken over by the wealthy Loftus family, and then it was known as Loftus Hall. In 1752, Charles Tottenham became Lord of the Manor, he had to adopt the Loftus name because he married into the Loftus family by marrying Anne Loftus. They had six children, four boys and two girls, Elizabeth and Anne. However, his wife became ill and died while the girls were still young. Two years later, Tottenham married his cousin Jane. According to the stories that defines Loftus Hall to this day, it was a dark Irish evening in 1775. The wind was howling and cold rain poured from the thundering skies. Then came a mysterious rapping at the door. The Totten family of Loftus Hall didn't find this unusual because private shoreline was often used by sailors as a safe haven from stormy weather. They offered the man at the door shelter for several days. He befriended the hosts and took a particular liking to one of their daughters, Anne. And Anne became enchanted by this visitor. Shortly into the visit, the entire group played a game of cards. It was then that Anne dropped a card and saw something that changed her life forever. She leaned down to grab the card and realized that their guest didn't have human legs, but cloven hooves instead. Anne screamed in terror as the visitor vaulted straight upward through the ceiling and out of the house. A loud clap of thunder erupted right after the cloud of smoke appeared leaving the family engulfed in the scent of sulfur. A hole was left that could never be repaired, and just like that, the mysterious figure was gone. But Anne never recovered from the incident. She went into seclusion in the tapestry room and died soon after. According to some, her spirit still wanders the halls. Jumping forward into the late 1860s and 1870s, the building underwent extensive renovations. It was then that an infant's remains were found hidden in the walls of the tapestry room. Anne had became pregnant and was concerned that she may be carrying the child of the devil. Once she gave birth, her parents murdered the infant and buried it in the walls of the tapestry room. A priest was called to perform an exorcism on the house shortly after. Loftus Hall has remained an architectural marvel. Through its stunning Georgian mansion on the coast of Ireland has long been revered for its beauty. It's also inspired terror 
for its chilling tales of ghosts. Since Loftus Hall was opened to the public in 2012, there have been reports from visitors who have claimed to have seen and felt unexplainable things while in Loftus Hall. Since Loftus Hall was opened to the public in 2012, there have been reports from visitors who have claimed to have seen and felt unexplainable things while in Loftus Hall. Do you have the courage to visit? Nope. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like anything that has... I'm not a very religious person, but when we talk about the devil and demons, that shit scares me. I get scared when we talk about the devil. That's I'm sorry. Like, that's an insane... Call me bitch. Whatever. <laughs> I'd go. Paranormal story tied to a house. Yeah. And it's that... So pretty. The hole is still open. Like, they still yeah, cannot close it. they still cannot repair it. They can't. It's so pretty, though. It's gorgeous. See. So the other place I researched was Lemonea Castle. On the edge of Buren in Ireland's County Clare lies the ruins of Lemonea Castle. It was a stronghold of the O'Brien clan. It was inherited sometime in the 1630s by Connor O'Brien. He and his wife Mary, or Red Mary, added various extensions and outbuildings until the castle became one of the grandest in the country. These extensive works were possible due to her considerable wealth which she inherited after the death of her first husband, Daniel Nalen. She and Daniel had three sons, but after his passing, she married Connor and bore him several more children. Together, they made the castle into a truly magnificent residence. Mary was aptly named Red Mary, not just for her flaming red hair, but also for her foul temper, which was legendary. It is said that if a servant were foolish enough to displease her, they would be hung out of one of the castle windows, the men by their necks and the women by their hair. If the maids did not learn to bend to her will, she would punish them by cutting off their breasts. <gasps> That's so Awful. rude. She is Come evil. on, Red Mary. She is evil. Leave the boobies Best alone. Best asset. Come on. <laughs> Another story tells that she kept the stallion in her stables and would challenge visitors to ride it. Once the beast was released from its bridle, it would run wild, galloping towards the cliffs of Mohair, where it would suddenly stop hurling its poor victims over the cliff to their death. The word Lemonea even translates to horse's leap. They were in cahoots. Yeah. Her and that horse. I'm yeah. just saying. That's that sounds like. In one of the battles that her husband Connor was in, he was severely wounded. As his soldiers brought him back to the castle, Mary is said to have shut the gates. It is recorded that she was far from showing sympathy. Mary shouted at them from the top of the tower saying, what do I do with dead men here? She was cold-blooded. She was cold-blooded. She relentlessly nursed mortally wounded Condor until he died. But she realized that she might lose her home now, and so she was forced to go on the offensive. Red Mary offered to marry any one of his officers who would take her, and Captain John Cooper took her at her word. He was either brave or foolhearted. This marriage was not a good one, and it had its troubles. One morning, after Cooper made some comments about her former husband, Mary allegedly was furious, and she leapt out of bed and kicked him in the stomach, and he died. From just a kick to the stomach? Who knows what the heck she did or what wounds he had previously, but the story says Damn. she just kicked him in the stomach, and he died. Well, she seemed pretty rough. So she yeah. Was yeah. She was a tough shit. She kicked him hard. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> it's said that after John Cooper died, she went on to marry further 25 men. What? each for just about a year and a day. Some stories say that she merely put each unwanted husband into a house with a servant and banned them from entering the grounds. 
But other stories tell that Red Mary killed each man once he outlived his usefulness. I like her. She's like a <laughs> she does seem like a baddie. Now here's what happened to Mary though. She obviously crossed way too many people in her lifetime. And she finally met her demise when her enemies rounded and buried her alive in a hollowed out tree. Her red haired ghost is said to still walk the floors of the castle. This castle should definitely be on your itinerary if you go to Ireland because it's said that about 50 ghosts are in attendance. And it's hardly surprising that Lemonea is said to be one of many haunted Irish castles. It's a bit in ruins now. Um, it's not restored as some of these other places that we talked okay. about are. Um, it's kind of just in ruins. You can still see it, but people still see a red-haired lady walking around the grounds and 50 other ghosts who could be her former husbands or servants that she They the definitely have a good reason to haunt the place, so exactly. I'm pretty ticked off, too. To round this all about, I actually did some research on leprechauns since we were in Ireland. And I wanted to know, where did leprechauns come from? Ireland. Well, yes. But <laughs> according to fables, leprechauns are tiny entities that normally take the form of an old man in a red or green coat. They are known to be mischievous little creatures that like to make shoes and store their gold coins in a pot of gold that is hidden at the end of a rainbow. If you happen to capture a leprechaun, he will give you three wishes, provided that you let them go. But leprechauns are not to be trusted, so you gotta be careful what you are doing and what you are wishing for. Most leprechaun legends can be traced back to the 8th century tales of water spirits, which are known as lecherpon, which means small body. It is said that these spirits merged with a household fairy and developed a perchant for heavy drinking, so no cellar was safe. <laughs> I might as well be a leprechaun. <laughs> Fairies actually come up a lot in Ireland. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they do. The legend of, of fairies being in existence come up a lot, which I, I like was that no one's ever agreed on how to spell fairies either. There's always yeah. like four different ways to spell right. fairies, and yeah. everyone's just like, they're all right. It's fine. <laughs> Same thing with leprechaun, though. According to other researchers, the term leprechaun actually comes from the Irish term lethborgan, which means shoemaker. Because remember, oh, they make shoes. All right. That would yeah. explain it. But it's interesting to note that leprechauns are often associated with wealth, particularly gold, because they were cobblers and shoemakers hardly made that kind of money. Nonetheless, the myth of the pot of gold persists and there are still people who go looking for this hidden treasure. Though the legend of leprechauns is well over a thousand years old, there was a sighting as recently as 1989 by a pub landlord called PJ O'Hare in Carlingford County, Luth. O'Hare claims that he heard screams from a well and found the remains and clothing of a leprechaun, which is on display in his pub. So it's as early as 1989. Apparently he has it on display, the remains and the clothing Just hanging out. I wonder if there's pictures. Do you, you, it was like an, eight, an 89 leprechaun. You think he had like a flannel and some distressed <laughs> jeans? Very on brand for 89. That is all the time we have for today. Stay spooky. May the cat eat you and may the devil eat the cat. Stay away from the lady in white. And chase the rainbow. Uh -huh.